everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. This is episode 25. Joe, good morning. Oh, God damn, it's early. It's so early. Normally, we record on like a Sunday afternoon, like wake up when the sun is warm, you know, meander out of the house. It's now 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. Which I guess, I mean... It's not that. I mean, 9 a.m. isn't too early, but but like for us, it's pretty early. Yeah, when like for a Saturday. Yeah, oh yeah, especially. Yeah, so, um, but we have woken up early to talk to you about video games, though you'll be listening to this at whatever time of day or night you feel like doing it, so, mm-hmm. um, but we always start with what we've been playing, so Joe, what have you been playing? <coughs> uh, um, I, uh, I picked up uh, Sonic Mania. Woo! Everybody's been waiting for this game for a while, it's finally out. And? I like it. Yay! <laughs> a good Sonic game. Yeah. I mean, it it does exactly what it is that everybody wanted it to do. It good. Feels, I don't know why it yeah. took this long. <laughs> yeah, it feels exactly like a classic Sonic game. It feels like Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic & Knuckles. Yeah. And uh, they did it perfectly. Uh, almost, almost to the extent that at first I thought, like, this is too... It feels too much like that. Because when I started playing it... Um, I don't like the Sonic. It feels too much like Sonic. <laughs> it's well, weird. The, I don't like it. At the, I mean, in the very beginning, when I first started playing on the first level, um, it, it's like Green Hill Zone, like yeah. a straight up classic Sonic thing. And I'm like playing it, and I'm like, wait, am I just playing Sonic? Like, yes. Yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. Yes, though. you it are. Was like it was, it was straight up felt like the first level, and I'm like, at, at first I was like, okay, I don't want to sound too greedy, but I was like. I don't want it to just be just Sonic. Well, I don't understand what you're asking it to be. I, I, yeah, and uh, I, you keep saying I I can't believe the Sonic game plays just like Sonic, no, motherfuckers. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Like the whole time I was uh, playing, I was like thinking the same thing. I'm like, what the hell am I expecting? It, you're expecting to be disappointed. That's the problem. Uh, maybe you're, that's you've exactly been in a what terrible it was. relationship it with was, Sega. Yeah, I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship, and yeah. all of a sudden I'm being treated nice, and I'm yeah. like, this isn't. This yeah, isn't right. your brain is just like, I don't like this. He hasn't tried to make me do something I don't want to do. <laughs> but uh, you know, in, in the beginning, it does. It feels exactly like a Sonic game. It's once I got to like the farther levels in the game, it started to feel. Still like a Sonic game, but they started putting in like new things. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, all of a oh, sudden you, it was... did, you wanted it to feel updated in a way, but also feel like Sonic. Yeah. Okay. Well, like uh, you know, when I got into the the more crazier levels later on, like all of a sudden it was doing, it was still played like a Sonic game, but all of a sudden you know, and, and I'm just talking about like small things. You know, it had like you know, um, <clears throat> weird environment interaction and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden there were these crazy little bubble poppers that were like bouncing me around. And all of a sudden I was like jumping around, bouncing all over these weird, uh, like jello kind of environments where I was like bouncing all over off yeah. the walls and stuff like that. <clears throat> all of a sudden it felt like new a classic mechanics. Sonic game with a new twist to it. Yeah. 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 As opposed to just being a rehash of the original Sonic games, which I mean wouldn't have been bad, also because, like I said, I've just been looking forward to a Sonic game. For That's a while. what we've been asking for. Yeah, um, but I mean, it looks exactly like a Sonic game. We all knew this. The sprite animation is great. Yeah, <clears throat> there's a whole lot of um, just like you know, the, the the little extra frames in between a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff. You know, just in like the animation aspect. Uh, makes it look very, very crisp and clean. It does a lot of cool effects with uh, like third dimensional stuff, 
like when you get hit and your rings go flying, it does like a 3D effect where like the rings come flying at you. Oh, really? Yeah. As opposed to just in the arc. Yeah, not just you. like bouncing left and right on the the plane around Sonic, but like they bounce into the foreground, they bounce into the the background and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's which what? makes me think like, oh, I guess I can't get those rings again. No, I guess not. <laughs> Unless like yeah. Unless it was just like an extra effect. I mean, obviously like if you had 100 rings, it doesn't make 100 rings drop onto the thing. Yeah. It also does a thing now where you like You never get them all. Yeah, it also does a thing now where like if you have a lot of rings stored up and you get hit, it drops giant rings uh, that are worth like, you know, 20 rings yeah, as opposed to just collecting yeah. one ring, yeah, it'll yeah, drop yeah. like one big ring. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a blast. What did you buy it on? Uh, I bought it on the Xbox like pretty much accidentally. <laughs> I meant to buy it on the Switch. Like when I was going into, it, I was like, "I'm going to get it on the Switch. It's going to be great on the Switch. I'm going to sit down, lay down on my couch, playing it on the handheld mode yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah. and it's going to be great." Um, and I kind of got so excited when I saw. It. I turned on my Xbox. I completely forgot that it was coming out. So I turned on the Xbox and I saw like a, an ad saying, "You know, Sonic Mania," and I went, "Oh boy, click buy!" Yeah. And then I was like, I sat down. And I started playing it, and the first time I started playing it, I had a it had a weird frame late, uh, frame rate glitch. Yeah. Where like everything was it was running terribly frame rate wise, and I, I was like, I don't know why. Did it happen on Xbox? That's what I heard. Because every time I was like, I was talking to people about Sonic Mania this week. I was like, Oh, my buddy bought it. And he bought it on Xbox, and they're like, Oh, it's, I've heard nothing but ter- terrible horror stories. It was. It only did it the first time I played it, so I don't know if it was some sort of like day one jitters. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't even day anxiety. one. Like it yeah. was some sort of you know. It needed a minute to like for the coding to you know settle or something. I don't it know didn't that update makes any sense. after you played it. Like there wasn't like a quick game update to fix. Not that I know of, but mm-hmm. a lot of the digital games it'll just download an update like when the system's off. Yeah, just to uh, do it. So it might have just done that. Uh, but I mean, it was the same day. Like I play, I downloaded, I played it. I was like, oh, this plays terribly, so I put it down. And then you know, like eight hours later, I came back and played it again, and it played fine. So mm-hmm. I don't know what was up with that. Um, and I'm kind of like thinking, like man, maybe I just want to also just buy it on the Switch, anyways. It's only twenty bucks, right? Yeah, but you know, it's weird that it still feels so much like a Sonic game that I'm like twenty bucks seems like a lot because I still feel like I'm playing a twenty year old game. Yeah, but it's updated and there's yeah, I know stuff, it's so I it's know like... it's updated. I know like obviously the studio put a lot of effort into it and stuff like that. So it. But when I'm playing, I'm like, this feels like it's a 20-year-old Atari game. You're not a, a Sega Genesis game. game. Yeah. So it feels weird to like want to pay 20 bucks for it. See, I was under the impression that it was like 40 or 60. Like I thought they were going all out and it was going to be like a full-fledged Sonic thing. Because it, like, it wasn't on my radar for a while because I thought it was like a fully priced game. And then someone was like, no, it's only 20 bucks," And I was like, okay, 20 bucks sounds fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought they were going to charge me yeah, 40 Yeah, it definitely is fair. It's just, it's like a trick of the mind. Yeah. Like, if somebody made something that was, you know, a, a throwback to an old Atari game that's all just like four pixels, but they charge 20 bucks for it, I'd be like, uh, I know it's a new game, but. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I've bought Super Mario 3. Like when it came out on like Game Boy Advance, and that was you know twenty bucks, and that was a you know fifteen year old game at the time or a ten year old game at the time or whatever. So yeah, true. Like I don't know if you like the game and it's a good game, I don't mind paying twenty for it. it. It's like we, I think we talked about this in the past. It's like when we bought the, oh, well, I didn't buy it, but when the um, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance, oh yeah, yeah, came out, yep, and it was they were like charging thirty bucks for them. They were charging like forty bucks a piece. That's for right. Them. They were forty bucks a it piece. It was sixty or two if you wanted 60. them. Yeah, and we were like, 
no, dude, these are old games. Like, you, yeah, you can't really try. And they weren't really updated all that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, I think well, I, yeah, this is still a, a new game. This yeah. isn't just a rehash of an old game. I might have paid twenty for those. I think I ended up paying like seventeen for those. So like, I even, still haven't e- bought them. Even still, that's like the right round. But yeah, no, the forty a piece or the two for sixty was outrageous. Uh, but yeah, at least this is a new game. So I'm yeah. actually going to pick it up probably on Switch uh, this week. I just haven't had my I Switch. Mean, it's worth it. It's yeah. great. Like I've I've only gone through like the first four zones or levels or whatever they are, but I'm having a blast with it. Have you done any of those like time attack ones or like the extra bonus Not stages? Yet. I kind of want to beat the game first before you go. But to it, the it, it does it. Um, does a lot of you know cool thing like the the second level or the second zone? Yeah. yeah. Um, the final boss is you play Doctor Robotnik's be- Mean Bean Machine against Doctor Robotnik. Oh, nice! Is the final boss of the level. That's like, pretty okay, sweet. This is, this is cool. Yeah, that's a cool little it, addition. It's, it's definitely like I don't know. Did can, it feel too much like Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine for you? Exactly. <laughs> but you can you can feel the love put into this game. Good. Not to get not to get creepy. Yeah. <laughs> or or so uh, Here, sappy, Let me but, light some candles. We'll sing Kumbaya and we'll talk all yeah. about how you, you can like feel love. that the people who worked on this game were like, we're gonna make a great Sonic game. And it's a lot Finally. better than Sonic Four. Yeah. Sonic Four was like, guys, we're gonna make a really shitty Sonic game. Are you ready for this? We're <laughs> it's just gonna, gonna look like the old Sonic yeah. games, but yeah, and all we're the not tra- put all the effort into all it. All the trailers are gonna show it looking like an old Sonic, and we're gonna tell everybody Sonic's back and they're gonna get really hyped and then we're just gonna shit in our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what that's what Sonic Four was. So I'm glad this is good. It's a ringing endorsement. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably pick it up. Did you play anything? Uh, I just played some more Splatoon, some more uh, Mario Kart Seven. I invest my time. I'm also not gonna go to New York because that's a lot. And the whole reason isn't it like tomorrow? Or something? It's it's today. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. like today and tomorrow. And I just like I don't have the time or the like skill to know that like oh, with, yeah. with with certainty. I mean, even, if, even if you could get your like Mario Kart skill through like repeated playing, yeah. you're still gonna have to challenge people to other games <laughs> later. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like if I if I went and I won, and I think I said this last week, like okay, cherry on top. Everything else is fine. Like, you get I, to go to the actual yeah, world I, championship and it, lose in the first round. Who cares? Like I could still say I participated in the Nintendo World Championships. Like that's a pretty cool thing, regardless of how bad I may have got my ass kicked. Um, but like I knew that there was no way that. In the two chances you get to make a best time, that I would come even close to my best time that I've gotten, like on my own playing, you know, with several like restarts and things like that. So it wouldn't have been worth it. Uh, but good luck to all those who did go out or plan to go out to other places. And... I wonder is it? I wonder if it's being streamed or something. Well, no, this is just preliminary. This is preliminary. They're not going to stream any of that. I feel like Nintendo might be there and just doing like a treehouse or a YouTube live kind of thing, but it's not going to be a, a thing where you can just like watch the runs that people are doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really play a lot this week. Just played a little bit more Splatoon because uh, that game was great. But now I'm gonna go pick up Sonic. And Tuesday the uh, the Uncharted DLC comes out, so I'm gonna pick that up oh, this is that week. Tuesday, yeah. Oh. I uh, thought it was out already for some reason. I keep I seeing I keep seeing things. That, uh, well, I keep seeing things like you know how to find the thing and the thing. Yeah, like videos. Yeah, like the you know how to find all the hidden items and stuff. So yeah. I just I guess I assumed it was out. The guides are coming out because I think embargoes lifted. Because uh, uh, I saw all the reviews at the tail end of of last week. So, um, so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty amped to get that and get back get back on my PlayStation for a little bit. So I'll play a little bit more Pat upon when I take breaks from playing uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. So I've got a busy week of games coming up, but I'm not too busy this past week. So 
Um, so yeah, so with that, we'll move into the news. Uh, and our first bit of news comes from something that I feel like we're talking about entirely too much. Um, but these companies just keep making these ultimatums. Um, and this week, EA said that they are going to test the waters on Switch with FIFA, um, which they've already come out and said isn't like FIFA 18 or a full-fledged, like the same FIFA that's on Xbox or PS4. It's like a stripped-down version of FIFA. Uh, and it again begs the question of like, why are you making this ultimatum on this game? Like, is it just to sell? Is it just to trick people into selling or buying this game more? Or is are you really basing it off one game that's you've already admitted is a stripped down version? Like, it just the shit pisses me off. It it feels like they're holding video games hostage. Yeah, it's like you better buy this if you want anything good. Yeah, like they have a gun to the switch and they're like, buy it or else. We're either going to put a game or a bullet in this console. <laughs> you and decide. They very well could. I mean, you know, if for EA to be like, yeah, we're not going to make games for it straight up just because people didn't buy FIFA. Like, that's, right. that really is holding the system itself hostage. And I mean, it's a good thing that it's at least FIFA in the one aspect because, like, soccer is huge or football is hugely popular in most every part of the world besides North America. And even still, North America, it's coming on the up and up with people liking soccer. But but how well is the system in selling in places like Europe? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I know it's doing okay here, uh, and I know it's doing okay in Japan, um, but I don't know how it's doing in, like, the really traditional soccer-loving countries of, of Europe and stuff like that. So I assume anybody yeah. that has how, a Switch... How the Switch is selling in Brazil? Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know if they're out. I mean, they must be, I think, right? I don't know. I don't know. But um, I assume any per- any person in any of those like traditionally, like I said, soccer loving countries would probably pick up a copy anyway. So it's just a matter of like how many systems do you have in that area? Like I don't see it topping the charts the way like Splatoon and Arms and things like that have here. Um, but it just and at the same time, like I was thinking about it now, I don't even know what games EA puts out that I'm like oh, I want that to come to Switch. Like, I don't even remember what they put out. Now. Well, I mean, they put out, you know, a lot of stuff like Battlefield and uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, but then... those aren't coming to Switch. Like, yeah. Battlefield and Battlefront are, like, way too graphically intensive to ever make it over to the Switch. I guess you could do a stripped-down version, and I wouldn't mind that. Because, like, I played the PSP Battlefronts, and I played the, you know, the handheld ones previous. So, I mean, I guess you could do a stripped-down version. When do the Maddens usually come out? I'm, I don't jack shit about sports. And I pay attention to sports games. Madden's out Tuesday as well, I believe. Oh, it's out Tuesday? I believe so, yeah. Oh. oh. You, I mean, you think it would maybe base it off of that more. Yeah, right. As or, opposed to just... Or it, the, the fact two. that it's FIFA seems... Yeah, maybe sh- the combined sales. Yeah, them or you should have done two. Like, you should have put Madden out with FIFA, like... In this year and been like, all right, guys, our two biggest sports franchises, we're, we're putting those up for you. So if one or the other sells, well, like if Madden sells really well, they'll be like, okay, good. Like people are buying our games on the Switch. And if FIFA does well, it's like, okay, they're buying our games on the Switch. As opposed to being like, we're only doing one sports game. So if you wish you could buy Madden and you can't, well, you may never be able to because you didn't buy soccer. Mm. So, especially with an annualized thing that they know is going to come out this year, they should have planned it for Switch. Yeah, I mean, it, for, to an extent, I almost feel like I can understand because I remember the FIFA games and, you know, generally like the EA Sports games just sitting and collecting dust for the Wii and for the Wii U. 
the Wii makes sense because of the motion controls. Like nobody wanted to play Madden by like throwing the controller. Or, like it just didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't make sense. The Wii U at least made more sense because it was a traditional console. But I don't even know if Madden came out on Wii U that first I feel year. Like one of them had to. I don't. Ugh, I don't. I'm gonna look it up. I don't know. I think a FIFA did. Um, but even then, it was like. It was still like a stripped down version. And I think that's part of the problem is that they say we're going to put these games out on these consoles and then they put down a stripped down version. Uh, but then they're like mad that nobody buys the stripped down version. Yeah. And it's like, what? Madden 13. Oh, yeah. Madden 13. All right. There you go. The one with Megatron on the cover. I do remember that coming out on the Wii U. So that does make sense. But again, I think that was a stripped down version. It didn't have Ultimate Team. Like it may or may not have had online, which is a huge, obviously, component of of sports games nowadays. So uh yeah, it's just it's another company. And hey, who knows? Maybe they're just doing it because they saw it work for um, you know, was it Capcom made Street Fighter and they said this and I think Sega said something about Sonic Mania and there was like we've talked about this like three or four times now, where it's just it seems like every single month some new company is like hey guess what guys if you don't buy this on the switch fuck you so i don't know but we'll see i'm not gonna buy fifa just to get no, more ea games so i hope that the soccer loving community is also a switch loving community and somehow they you know come together to make it so that way i get a handheld battlefront in a couple of years or something like i guess that's the best I'm i can still hope trying for. to think of other stuff that ea yeah. puts out yeah like uh, anthem like that no it's activision uh, Bioware, right? Oh yeah, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, because Destiny is activated. Yeah, so like Anthem's not coming to Switch, is it? Uh, it even Need so, for I don't... Speed. Okay, that'd yeah. be something I could see coming. But see, I'd rather have them have it be a Need for Speed is what tests the waters on this because at least that's a car game, that's an established franchise, that's one that l- theoretically anybody could get behind. Yeah, as opposed to uh, FIFA. FIFA, which yeah. is again established franchise that most people could get behind, but like. I'd be more inclined to buy a game with racing in it than I would a game with soccer in it. Same. Um, Mainly because I don't care about soccer. Yeah. Oh, you know what it would be a really good one to test it with? That co-op game. The Prison Break one. Oh, yeah. A Prison Break game on Switch. Especially because you, you know, need that, somebody else to play. That's true. You connect two Switches offline. Doesn't matter. Like, there you go. What was that game called again? Uh, I I don't remember. I don't remember either. I, I call it Prison Break the co-op game. <laughs> like, I think that's what I remember calling it. Uh, because that's... Like I don't know until it gets closer. That's all I'm going to talk about it as. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, that's the end of that. I don't think we really got much else to say about that. So no. what else is there? Uh, so uh, next piece of news we've got we got some news this week regarding uh, censoring of the game Conan. Was it Conan Exile? Conan Exile. This is a, this is a prequel of Conan. Uh, I have no idea. I assume so. I assume he gets exiled and becomes... Well, it's, a... it's an MMO. Oh, it's an MMO. Yeah. Gotcha. It's an MMO set in the universe of Conan. That's um, kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. It uh, has... You know, you create your own, like, barbarian or probably a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things about the game... Uh, I think it was, it's was. it been in, like, pre-beta release or whatever for a long time. Yeah. But one of the things is you could hang massive dong in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop all kinds of trial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, in fact, there is, you know, you can make you know, a male or female character, but you can also uh, tweak the endowment. <laughs> so there's actually a slider, I think, in the <laughs> original one that where you could increase breast and penis size. Sweet. 
Uh, and uh, are they progressive enough to allow you to change the slider on both, regardless of which gender you pick? <laughs> it's just well, I'm sure there's probably also a pectoral slider. If anything, that's true. You got to have the massive pecs for Conan. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if there's a clitoris slider. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it uh, how'd you know joe you can't even find it <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's uh it's all getting censored at least in the u.s weird yeah uh to, to the extent of the censors i don't know if it's just gonna be like you're, you're gonna have a big sliding blur going up and down <laughs> yeah it's like that seems like a fundamental like thing you'd have to take out of the game like, or is it just mechanic. gonna be they're, they're gonna take that all out entirely well, because if, at the beginning of the game, I, I mean, I don't know too much about the game. I've seen some uh, YouTube videos and stuff of it. But, like, you, you know, at the start of the game, I think you start off, like, crucified. And, you know, you break off the crucifix. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm not 100%. I could be completely wrong Your dog's just hang, hanging there and you're like, this won't and, do. But, like, while you're, like, creating the character, like, they're strung up on a crucifix. And, you know, you can go whoop, whoop, whoop. That seems highly inappropriate to, like, have your character be hanging on a crucifix while you're messing with the dong slider. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, I, like I said, I could be completely wrong about this. This is just what I'm going off of remembering some YouTube videos a while ago. Um, you mean but, YouTube or RedTube? Like, which thing are you watching? <laughs> I get them confused easily. <laughs> I'm usually looking at the same content on both of them. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, but yeah, but more importantly, the censoring part of it is the uh, is the weird thing. You there, know, just because I... like. If you're going to put it in there, and I assume it's a mature rated, or it's probably one of those like online interactions are not rated kind of thing. Probably. Although, I guess if your character creation has a dong slider, it's M for mature. Uh, I'm assuming. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where it's like kind of hard to tell how far you can go nowadays. Uh, the, the line seems to be dong slider, I think, <laughs> is where we, we draw that line now. I think they've they've put their line in the sand, and the line in the sand is a, whether or not you can change the size of your dick. Well, as long as it's in, you're in Europe, because it's not going to be censored in Europe, but it is going to be censored in the U.S. Can I buy like the European version on Steam or something like that? Well, like, I'm sure there's probably a way to get around that. Does it run on... Do I need a PAL machine? Uh, It is rated M in Europe, but it will be released as 18 plus... Or uh, M in America, but it will be released as 18 plus in Europe. Which is pretty much M anyway. I mean, well, I, also in Europe, they're a hell of a lot more laxed than yeah, especially than us when it comes to stuff like nudity. Yeah, yeah, you know, so progressive. You got all sorts of nude beaches over there that you can go to. I think pretty much every beach is a nude beach, technically. No, I don't think so because you've I've been to beaches in Europe that aren't nude. I've never been to Europe. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, with, uh, okay, so looking at this, um, the characters will be covered in underwear as opposed to in the European version where they'll just be flat out naked. Wait, is he naked throughout the entirety of the game or just at the beginning to mess with it's the It's just the beginning when you're making, like, messing with the character okay. kind of thing. I, you know, I'm imagining it was pretty much, you're not going to be running around completely naked the whole time, but I would the, hope the Conan stuff Cover has always up. been, you know, very, uh, you know, Morning coffee. Explicit. Yeah, it's been very explicit. You yeah. know, if you go to the, a lot of the old, you know, original comics and stuff, and they're just trying to kind of copy that feel. Yeah, just giant dongs on a splash page. Yeah, just like two two pages. The whole. I don't thing. know exactly how big the dongs can get. Yeah, splash page size. Yeah, it's just like bam. Like this. But yeah, it was it was just you know for the start like it's, yeah. it's just kind of like a funny little thing that's kind of a, a callback to the yeah, yeah, yeah. the to 
the, the original feel of the series. It is weird to put that in a game, though. It is weird. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it is true. I'm sure the first thing you do is find a loincloth to put on right off the bat. I would hope so. What if you didn't, though? Like, what if you're like, no, I'm I want sure to skip you, if you the wanted loin- to, you could if you were, like, run around flopping in the wind if you felt like it. I'm sure if you went to whatever towns are in that game. Yeah. Like, I played World of Warcraft back in the day, and people would just, you know, dick around and goof around in, in the towns. I'm sure dick it's just going to be. <laughs> I'm sure there's just going to be, like, conga lines going all over the place if uh, you play that game. Unbelievable. Just imagine if you just you can run around, like, and everyone's just like. Because every, every person would be naked in that game. Like, there'd be no point. Because they would just be giggling on the other yeah. side of the <laughs> screen. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So there you go. If you're really interested in messing with the size of your character's dick, Conan Exiles in Europe is for you. Not in America, though. Unless, like, you can change the size of the bulge under the loincloth, and that's how they get around, like... Look, you can still mess with Conan's dick slider. He'll probably do that, I could imagine. Do you think that's tied to, like, his character in any way, where it's like, if he's got a bigger dick, he's got more confidence points, and that helps him in, like, his daily tasks or whatever? <laughs> That would be pretty great. Yeah, right. So it like, affects your charisma score. Yeah, exactly. It could be like an actual, real fundamental part of the game. So I, I don't think we should shit on this yet. It could be a revolutionary yeah, game mechanic. We're like, hey, you got big boobs. You have you feel better about yourself in your day to day life. I, I feel like there has at least been other games that have done that. I feel like like Saints Row had. A, that would make sense to me. Saints Row had a yeah. a, a bold slider. Yeah. That would make sense. And that would definitely impact like how your character acts and reacts. Because they would just be walking around strutting with their fucking huge <laughs> dick. <laughs> Leaning forward with their walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, Conan nudity. Maybe you have it. Maybe you don't. Depending on where you're listening to this. Um, one thing you can always see, regardless of where you are, unless you're in one of those countries that restricts the internet, uh, is YouTube. And YouTube is... Uh, attacking content creators in a way we haven't seen before because they're taking down the ability to make money, which has been happening in waves recently because, you know, I think brands started seeing what kind of videos their brands were on um, and didn't like some of those. But at the same time, like, it's, you know, it's laundry detergent and it's soap. Like, who cares what it's on, really? Um, but a popular, I guess a popular YouTuber, I have not heard of this person, um, received a letter from YouTube explaining that the reason that they can't make money on their videos is because it doesn't cater to a five-year-old? Yeah. Um, where'd it go? Hang on a sec. Pull it on up. Okay, there it is. So, uh, yeah, this has been a thing that's been kind of ramping up for a while. Yeah, a it happened to the... wrestling YouTubes where, like, yeah, they deemed wrestling that. inappropriate for advertising. Yeah, so uh, in recent, the, like, last, I don't know, like, six months or something like that, YouTube has really been ramping up the, the like, what is appropriate and what is not appropriate for yep. to be shown on YouTube. And it seems like it's getting way out of control. Um, to the, I don't know exactly how much you can trust into this, but it yeah. looks like it's pretty verified. Um, this because uh, I've seen lots and lots and lots of people on YouTube, like YouTube content creators and stuff, talking about how all of their videos are getting demonetized and they're not making like a dime off of any of it. Yeah. Or if anything, like it's getting cut, you know, to the point where before they would make, you know, just to say like a hundred bucks on a video, now they're making five. Um. And there's a YouTuber going by the name of Yami XOX. Uh, she said she finally was managed to get into contact with YouTube after her Sims videos. She was making videos in Sims. 
Sims 4. Probably messing with a dong slider in The Sims. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's got it. Why they took it down? Yeah. Uh, she finally got a, a response from YouTube about why her videos were getting demonetized. And in it, it told her that um, if the video contains content that is not appropriate for a five-year-old to watch, it will be demonetized. So here's the thing that I am thinking about this. One, that's bullshit because so much content that has ads like think about every movie trailer it's not appropriate for five-year-olds a lot of times like even they though they put ads in front of movie trailers oh yeah all the time i mean they themselves are pretty much an advertisement yeah but like you know you throw a five second it's one of those ones where it's like you have to wait five seconds and you can skip it and then you watch the the movie clip or the movie trailer and even though those are like approved for all audiences kind of thing like there's shooting and there's kicking and there's like you know there's violence in some of them They're, those aren't appropriate for five-year-olds so like that doesn't make any sense. I wonder if it might have something to do with like the verification of who is releasing the video, because I mean it's a major publishing studio, you know, it's a movie studio, so they get like a pass. Because uh, I've seen a lot of things, but then it's not about the content anymore; it's about the money. It's like it's like we don't want to give you money because you're not big enough to earn the right to cater to people above the age of five. Well, it might be more that like we can verify that the content that this person is putting, like we can verify the content that Universal Studios is putting out, but we can't verify the content of why Jim, can't you? Jim Nobody putting out stuff because they can put out whatever they want. To yeah, extent. but why can't you verify that? Well, it's looking like a lot of this might be down to some sort of automated algorithm. Yeah. Um, that searches through content and like, you know, it, it can go through and be like, okay, at, at this point, this person says fuck and it, it'll flag it at that point. Yeah. Um, there Rachel, are, you just said fuck. Now we can't monetize this podcast. God damn it. Um, fuck again. The, the dick sliding was, that was all in. <laughs> but once you said fuck, it was game we over. We were talking about a guy named Dick. Yeah. And his slide in his backyard, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Duh. Um, please don't take the money away. <laughs> don't take the non-existent money. I can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, the stuff that we're not making off of I any of this. I can't afford you to take money away from the money I'm not getting. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's but it's getting to the point where like people can't really figure out exactly what is going on because yeah. I've seen I saw another video that somebody posted online of this guy. Um, he's testing out the algorithm, or he's trying to figure out the algorithm, and he puts out a video on his channel that's basically just him saying blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like over and over again. And he uploads it. And it was instantly demonetized as soon as it was uploaded. Yeah. And he's like, it's just a video of me going blah, 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 blah. Like, why did this get demonetized? And he's like, he's a YouTuber that does like um, video games and movies. And, and he's like, yeah. he, his stuff is very vulgar and he's a lot of swearing and stuff like that yeah. in it. But he's like, but still a video that just says blah, 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 shouldn't have been demonetized. So he's thinking like, is it just, they flagged this person as probably. unmarketable. Yeah, probably. And they've just said any video he puts up automatically gets demonetized. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Um, where it's like, if every single video you do is fuck, 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 fuck. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh, puppies and kittens and blah, 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 and rainbows. They'd be like, I don't know. That's the same guy that says fuck, 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 fuck. We shouldn't put him up there. Um, but yeah, but to the extent when it comes to at least video games, like what does this mean for video games? Because this means you can't play Grand Theft Auto. Nope. No uploading a video Grand Theft Auto. No uploading, you know, Call of Duty 
you know, let's plays or anything like yep. that. So just imagine party babies. That's the only yeah, game you can play now. You know, it's going to get to the point where it's going to kill, you know, most YouTube streamers at this point. Like, what's the point of doing it if you're not going to make any money off of it at this point? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I guess, would go to things like Patreon and stuff, but yeah, you're not going to be able to make nearly as much because, for one thing, like you can't expect the entire viewing audience to have it out fund everybody yeah. to an extent. Through, through this. Um, and also, it's not good for the studios because it's getting, it's gotten to the point where YouTube Let's Plays and stuff are the main marketing for a lot of studios. Yeah, well, Twitch too. Like, yeah, Twitch And Twitch also. is always going to be the more popular of the two like versions. I think really it, it comes down to people will put their uh, like their videos of them streaming on Twitch and we'll put it on and YouTube upload later. The, the yeah, just to like YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Just to get like the double, you know, the double viewership or whatever. Um but yeah, I YouTube's in a weird state of flux, as is Google, just with the you know, the political climate the way it is and everybody's so on one side of the fence or the other. Um and it really is it seeps into all these other places where like companies it, I think it all really started from companies being like, I don't want to be on a YouTube channel that expresses alt-right views you know um so they're like all right you need to well, look if at you're gonna kill everything that's you know killing the host to cure the cancer yeah i mean kind of um well no because you're not killing youtube because like youtube will still be there you're just killing people's ability to make money on it people still but upload then everyone videos. Will start leaving it people know? still upload videos people still do their thing they'll still use youtube as like because the I mean, jumping not... off point to get famous even if they're not making money on it you know well i mean you're gonna get to the point though or it will kill the ability for new channels to do anything, you know, like to make money though. Like some people could put up, you know, like I could put up a YouTube channel. It's just me having a vlog every day and I don't make money on it, but you're like, it's something I like and maybe someday someone will see it and that'll get me a job where I can make money. Like they'll still use it as that like amateur platform that it's, I think it was meant to be when it started as opposed to a professional like video service kind of thing. I don't know. Cause I've watched a lot of YouTubers that, you know, to at least an extent they were able to, uh, there, there's a lot of YouTubers out there now. that are like, I was, I was able to quit my job because I was making enough. Oh yeah, for sure. So I could focus on this, but they're to the extent where like, I can't work a job and focus on this, you know, editing these videos all the time. Yeah. And no, like now, it sucks without for being those able to make people. any money off of it, they'll have to either you know go back to a full time job or focus on being a, you know a YouTuber. But if you're not making any money off of a YouTuber, yeah, it's going to kill the small market. Yeah, and it's what like that's what I'm saying. Where it's like it'll be used as an if it goes if it continues to go in this direction, it'll be used as more of like a hey, you're an amateur person, you want to make you want to go into this line of work. Here you go. This is your practicing ground. And then you would use this as like your demo reel to then get a job at like, you know, a place like a website that does content and things like that. Or you move on to Twitch and you bring followers or whatever to that where you can start making money. Like it, it's going to become more work for a lot of those people, which like it sucks when it's been not. E- I don't want to say it's easy because it's not easy. Like a lot of work goes into it. And so this is just another piece of work. But. I don't think it'll go that far. It uh, seems like I think it I think it will kill a lot of the small channels because not everyone gets to be huge, but a lot of people get to be you know to to get by. Yeah. It's going to kill the like it's either going to be like you have to get popular or else you you won't not everybody can be PewDiePie. No. 
Um, not everybody wants to be either, but I, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think this is the slippery slope that we're on. I think this is a, like a momentary, like freak out because things are so crazy. Like, I think it's moment, like, I think this won't last more than a year. Like, and that's a long time granted for people that use it as their livelihood or whatever. But, um, I don't see this being like a dystopian way of YouTube going. Like eventually they're going to be like, you're right. We overreacted. We took too many things away. Five's not an appropriate level. Like maybe a swear word's fine here or there. Like it's whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I mean like it sucks for those people who use it as their income. So I don't know. We'll see. It's definitely going to be a thing that I'm sure everyone like, I'm going to keep my eye on it just to see how things change and stuff like that. I know at least with the wrestling stuff, I've seen some wrestling channels coming back to YouTube. Cause they're like, yeah, they finally like relaxed what they were telling us before in terms of being able to monetize content and things like that. So I think it's, this is, it, it's going in waves. Like as things get weird, it goes, I don't know. This new algorithm just got rolled out. So it might've gone right back to, where it was before yeah but like you can change the algorithm and you can put you know filters in there and you can flag accounts that say like this is actually fine like it's okay um you can do it based on tags and things like that so i don't know it's it's a weird thing i get that video games are things that people of all ages are now playing but at the same time like some onus has to be put on like parents not to let their kids watch youtube channels that are not good especially since youtube you need to be I think it says you need to be 13 plus yeah. when you sign up for an account. It's yeah. like it's a 13 plus account. Yeah. So I mean, we all know people under 13 are watching YouTube. Like, well, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. a babysitter now. <laughs> That's true. My brother does that. Yeah. <laughs> this three year old kid is constantly watching YouTube. Yeah. You just put on some weird educational video with terrible animation and just, you know, watch them go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what kids do. Um, but I mean, I'm, I, I would be interested to see if this is going to push some sort of alternate, like, alternative yeah you know, is like vid.me gonna all of a sudden jump up huge because of this with everybody going to put their videos on there now instead yeah i don't know i just youtube's such a juggernaut that i don't know that you'll ever necessarily topple it it would have to be them People just, said that about myspace no they didn't not i mean at the time myspace was the biggest thing before facebook came along yeah but that was how long was myspace really a thing remember yahoo no i never liked <laughs> yahoo um I mean, obviously, I remember Yahoo. But, yeah. Uh, no, but like so MySpace was a thing was the for only thing. But like MySpace was a thing for a couple of years. YouTube's been the juggernaut for like ten yeah. to twelve years now. Yeah. Like I remember YouTube before it was mainstream. Like I still remember to this day. Like the first time I saw an article in the newspaper about this new hip website called YouTube that I've been watching old shows on for the last like two years. Because that was before everybody knew about it. You could put anything up there. Like, you could slide any piece of content under the radar because there wasn't anybody streaming anything and nobody cared and, you know, whatnot. Like, I put a YouTube video up in, like, 2005, 2006. So, like, it's been around for a long time. I don't see it getting usurped by anything other than their own stupidity at this point, which this could be it. Uh, But I don't know. We'll see. It'll definitely be an interesting story uh, to keep our eyes on. Um, And that's it for the mostly interesting stories that we had this week, which means it's time once again for lightning round. Not lightning round. Crash, crash, lightning, lightning, sound effects. Jerry, you're not doing fun lightning sound effects. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Boom. Boom, crash. 
Um, I mean, that's more thunder, but you get the gist of it. Lightning round. Uh, they have said Xbox One X pre-order info is going to be unveiled at Gamescom, uh, which is actually probably yesterday. If you're listening to this on Monday, because they said Sunday they're revealing it. But that means if you oh, didn't, didn't know that was Gamescom a thing. Gamescom was tomorrow. Yeah, Gamescom is like now. Oh. Yep. It's uh, it's all this week. Um, so there'll be a ton of news next week coming out of Gamescom. So uh, we'll have plenty to talk about, uh, including whether or not Joe got his hands on an Xbox One X pre-order, mm. if he's attempting to do so. I mean, I'm still going to try and get the pre-order. I'm still not like on the fence as to whether or not I'll pick it up. You're not on the fence about picking it up? Or or, I mean, I'm on the fence. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, as to whether or not I'm going to pick it up, just because I don't know if I want to spend 500 bucks just to play stuff in 4K. Yeah. I mean, that's, you got a 4K TV. It's I got nice a 4K TV. TV. That's a nice TV. Yeah. But it's just, is $500 worth it just to have it look slightly better? Well, you would probably trade in your current Xbox One. And, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I can't imagine getting more than like 150 bucks for that. There's always trade-in specials and things like that. So that's you should true. probably bump it up a little bit. Um, but, yeah, so if you haven't seen that yet, uh, that information should be out now as this releases on Monday. Um, we don't know what it is yet because, like I said, we're recording a day earlier than normal. Um but uh, go ahead and check. I don't know if that means they'll be available now, I guess, or if they're just announcing yeah, when it'll it's be available. It made it sound like they were going to announce when it would be available, which I don't know if that's a... I mean, what's better, to say it's going to be available for pre-order this day or to just be like, it's available now? Uh, probably it's going to be available this day because you get more people to see it over the span of your time and then like crash the gates to try to get one mm. as opposed to if you say now in the middle of the afternoon america time on a sunday people are going to miss that they're going to be out and about they're going to be having picnics and family parties and who knows what so um it, that's probably worse for the majority of people to rather than like all right here's the day 12 o'clock a.m on friday everybody go 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 so um we'll see or you'll have already seen yeah. time is weird like that with recording things um uh, they did, however, say that there is going to be a special edition, yeah, at least like an initial an, launch edition. That was of, the next piece, Lightning Round. Oh, yeah, Lightning Round. There's going to be a, a, a uh, it's called the Project Scorpio edition of the Xbox One X. So I guess they got attached to the name just a little bit. Just enough for the what is now the day one of the Project Scorpio Xbox One X. Yeah, the original Xbox One had what was called just the day one edition, yeah. which uh, came with a special uh, achievement that you could only get if you bought the day one edition. It came with like a code to just unlock an achievement. Yeah. Um, it came with a controller that had day one edition written on it. Day one-ish. Oh, uh, yeah, day one-ish. And I think it had um, a special colored, like like a silver bar on the front of the system yep. where like the inserted the game, uh, this project project Scorpio or the Xbox one X is going to be getting one called the project Scorpio edition. Uh, it's relatively around the same. It just has uh, project Scorpio written on the controller. Uh, the major difference is that the system will be textured. It has going to have a special woven texture, Ooh. which is basically like you feel the top and it'll be kind of a little bit of a ridge. Yeah. Get woved on it. Um, Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Textures yeah. are cool on consoles. I don't have a problem the with texture those. Texture might be nice. Yeah. You know, I don't, it's not like you're going to be going around like feeling the top of your console all the time, but it's if you get one, I'm going to go over and the first thing I'm going to do when I get to your house is just rub the top of the console. <sighs> I just feel that little. So much texture. It yep. feels so woven. <laughs> Anything um, else in there? I mean, that's basically about it. All right. Yeah. So that could be cool if you're looking to get the special edition. Day one, it is lightning round. Things that were supposed to be day one for the Xbox Scorpio, Xbox One X uh, is Crackdown 3. And that was supposed to be, I think we had talked about the prediction of like, that's going to be the big game that they launch with it. This is the one. 
boom, delayed. Mm-hmm. Delayed until spring of 2018. That's so, just like it's a pretty big delay, also at that point. It's one of those like Xbox one, two steps forward, one step back kind of things, where it's like, here's our big new console. It does all this cool 4K stuff. Here's a game all about blowing shit up and like look and at all the cool look things great you can do. 4K. It's being made for the 4K. This is the game you want to get. Mind. Yep. When you walk out of the store with your brand new 4K super console, this is a game you're going to want to get. Just kidding, you can't get it. You can't get any new games that day. Like. <laughs> Come on, guys. What are you doing? Mm, I mean, I guess I can't necessarily say that I'm surprised. I kind of felt like something like this was going to happen. Well, you thought the whole console was going to get delayed, so I guess we're that's true. We're yeah. so far better than that. Yeah. Um, but like, Jesus, it's another misfire. Yeah. For Xbox, like they just somebody was just like, oh god damn. And then I, I'm kind of wondering, like, what went wrong? Like, yeah. Was it just not polished enough? Is it glitchy? Like, well, you can't put out that game if it sucks. That's like, true. Yeah. The day of your big new console, I don't know what's a bigger thing: not having something to play or putting out something that doesn't run properly. I mean, you'll have stuff to play, I assume, but not like obviously not any Xbox exclusives because they don't have any anymore. For like, unless that's the day also that the new Forza comes out or something like that. Then yeah. Well, I mean, oh, no, we know what the day it's coming out is. I yeah. Keep getting, I, just, I keep getting release date and pre order dates mixed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like we don't it's know no, when the date sometime is in November. Out. So you'll have the fall releases to fall back on, but like, who boy. Mm. Um, so yeah, another misstep there for Microsoft. They just this whole console generation just couldn't get traction. Like they just couldn't get their like their legs under them. So this just seems to be another indication of that. Uh, but who knows? Maybe the the Scorpio will sell at Gangbusters, and it'll all be for naught. We'll we'll all laugh about this somewhere down the line. Uh, lightning round, uh, something that doesn't stumble out of the gates, something that's done incredibly well, including being the number one selling game in the month of July. Splatoon 2 is getting a bundle in North America. Uh, it looks to be the same bundle that came out in Japan. It is the system with uh, neon green and pink Joy-Cons, which look really cool, um, in addition to a It almost looked case. like painful to the eyes. Yeah, but I think I thought that not was... Like, I'm not saying like they look bad because they're painful. It's just like... yeah. They're so neon. It's loud. It's very. You got to turn up the volume on your game because of how loud the controller is. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where like I thought the red and blue ones seemed really loud when I saw the like the picture of them, uh, and then they came out. and I actually kind of like them, and uh, kind of sad I didn't get them. Also, not really because I like the gray ones. Um, I mean, they seem like they're keeping up at least with putting out various colors. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure eventually something even better is going to come along. Yeah, and we I'm knew surprised was... it wasn't like gold uh, Zelda ones. Yeah, I was surprised there wasn't Zelda ones, but I think it was, hey, just get the console. Like, get Yeah, the... they're worried about just getting the console out right yeah. now. Once it becomes to the point where it's readily available, we'll probably be seeing a lot more like yeah. variety. Yep. Um, like, I bet you there'll be a Game of the Year edition next year that comes with a DLC and maybe a gold controller or something like that. Like, that seems like a thing that they would do. Um, so, yeah, so if you haven't got a Switch yet and you really want to play Splatoon, because you should, because Splatoon is great, mm-hmm. um, then look for this bundle coming, I think it's later this year. I don't think it's available, like, right now. I it forget. also came with a case, right? Yeah, it's got a case, too, which is good because you want a case for your you Switch. Want a case for and Switch. it looks to be the official, like, Nintendo one, which I have and I think Joe has as well. And mm-hmm. it's a good case. So, I, I recommend every part of that bundle. Um, unless you hate neon green and pink and then whatever like don't get it then i guess don't save the money don't buy them all at once uh lightning round so in addition to announcing a bundle splatoon 2 also announced their splat fest and with that lightning round pause the splat fest uh, is going to take place over the labor day weekend in america which is september 1st and the 2nd um, and the Splatfest, for those who have not played Splatoon 2 or have not listened to previous episodes, is they basically make you pick one side or the other on a topic of their choosing. Like uh, blood and semen. 
the ketchup and mayonnaise, oh, yeah. uh, which we were on the same side of, but there was also ice cream and cake, which Joe and I were uh, opposed. Vehemently uh, opposed. Yes, uh, on different sides. Um, and I want to see where this podcast stands on the next Splatfest, which is which superpower would you like to have, flight or invisibility? Keep in mind there's only one right answer. Oh, um, I am going with invisibility. And the thing about invisibility, Joe, is you can't see how wrong you are. (laughs) It's flight. Okay. Why would you go with flight? Because you could get anywhere and do pretty much anything if you could fly. That's true. Like, think about you've never been to Europe. You could just go. Yeah, but, okay. You could just go. We're going to get into semantics, but, like, you you know, you also got to consider how fast can you fly? Are you able to... You could fly. Like... Like Superman? Like, just whoosh? Yeah, like, you could fly. Like... There's no, like, you're not flying and somehow you're slower than walking. Okay. I understand. I completely understand why somebody would pick flight. I'm not saying, like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take flight at any time. Every, everybody dreams of being able to fly. It's Apparently not the, you. you. No, no. I, you know, I'm not saying that flight is bad. I would choose flight. But I would go with invisibility because I am an unscrupulous person joe we're nerds we're already invisible to the rest of the world (laughs) all right you have that power now (laughs) i whenever i think of superpowers i think of which one would allow me to basically make money off of it how do you make money off being invisible stealing so much stuff that's not making money (laughs) well i'm not stealing money and then i guess you technically made it i mean I could sneak inside bank vaults and stuff, you know, wait for them to open up the bank vault, run in, snag a bunch of money, and then take off. Yeah, but then wouldn't they see the bundles of money just being moved throughout the air and be like, hey, what the fuck is that? We should start shooting randomly where the money is being piled. Yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? That's why invisibility just, is stupid. I kind, of, I kind of assumed that the whatever I picked up would also turn invisible. That's, I don't think that's what invisibility is. Hmm. Is it? Hmm. Okay. See, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's a semantic thing because you got to assume. What not semantics. Of... You have the ability to turn invisible. That's it. It's not like everything you touch is turns invisible. You have the power to turn invisible. My, I mean, my my clothes turn invisible. Mm, I'm assuming. No, probably not. Not unless Reed Richards makes you some kind of suit that does it. That's right. The suit was designed to work with their powers. Sure was. I mean, I guess you could get like a high tech cloaking okay, well, if device. It's, if it's just like you just turn invisible, yeah. I mean, you could still like you could strip down, you know, dongs out as, as <laughs> Conan it were. style, yeah, Conan style as it were, uh, and you could run into a store and like grab a bunch of stuff, and like they'd be like, "Oh, that's weird. Why is all that stuff just floating out of the store?" And people would probably be too confused to catch you at first, but like eventually they'd be like, "If you see, see something, just start floating, floating through the air, yeah, just tackle it exactly. <laughs> just go tackle the area, and then you'd like be shooken out of being invisible, but then you'd just be naked in the middle of the store. So that's that seems like the worst superpower, really. But I mean, you know, be on your wrong side; it's fine. Guess, you know, I I would need to know to the extent of the powers that work. You have the ability to turn invisible. Okay, if it's just only you can turn invisible, yeah, that's lame, and I would go with flight. Too bad, you already picked invisibility. Oh, God damn it, I'm going to stick with it. Courage of your convictions, Joe, come on now. I'm gonna st- hey, you know, you need, you need criteria. Like I said, who knows? Maybe when you say fly, maybe you can't fly fast enough to make it to Europe. Maybe you can't survive in the high altitude. Maybe you get up there and it's way too cold and you freeze to death. That's not flight, though. Like... If I, if I could only if I couldn't go up high, they'd be hovering. 
And if it was too cold higher up there, I would just bring a jacket. <laughs> Duh. Come on, Joe. Think I mean, I saw Iron Man. His suit eventually froze when he went too high. Yeah, so I wouldn't go too high, or I'd bring a jacket. Uh, me in a parka all the way up near the atmosphere? The Time. Iron Man suit froze. Yeah. Your parka would do jack shit. Well, he wasn't frozen inside of it. Like, the the thing froze, and he was just so like... So you would just be flying in an ice cube parka? He wasn't cold. That's what I'm saying. Also, like, the metal would... The metal isn't designed I'm not to keep about you Iron warm. Man. I'm talking about you. You just said the Iron Man suit froze, so therefore you would freeze too. And I say no because the metal isn't. You're not in an Iron keep... Man suit. You're wearing a parka. That which is designed to keep you warm. That's what I'm saying. It's my whole point. You're not even listening. The... You just keep being like, but Iron Man. <laughs> the Iron Man suit was designed to keep him warm. The parka no, is different than the Iron Man. It was Man not. Suit. It was a prototype. How dare you? It was a prototype. It was step two. The Iron Man suit is very different than a parka. You're right. The parka keeps you warm. The parka keeps you warm, Joe. Done. It's not going to keep you that warm. Sure it will. Sure will. I got layers, motherfucker. If the parka turns into an ice cube, what are you going to do? I'll have layers underneath it where I will be nice and crispy and warm. Those will all freeze also. It would take real time. Just because you put thermal underwear on doesn't mean you're immune to cold. Yeah. And then I just wouldn't go that high. Like, he was up in the upper atmosphere. Like... He was really high. Still, if you get the slightest bit high, it starts to freeze. You can yeah. make it over you the height of a mountain and it starts to freeze. Yeah, so you wear a parka. It's fine. Also, I'd be traveling so fast and my body would be working so hard, I would have natural sweat and stuff. It's All fine. Right. Well, okay. Flight's now, great. Now we're going to think where you're Flight's starting to make great. up stuff. You don't get to just say that Flight's you automatically great. start to generate heat while flying. Sure. If, if I can't make stuff disappear when I pick it up, you can't just be like, what oh, is- and then all of a sudden I just get warm when I fly. <laughs> Uh, no, your body is doing something. It naturally gets warm when you do something. I've been hiking and I didn't automatically get warm. I still get cold. You didn't cold. sweat? You didn't like... I still was cold in the in the winter. Yeah, but you sweat and you, your body stays a little bit warmer if you're being active and stuff like that. And it, flying would be the most... All like, right, how fast are you going? I don't know. You're going to have that wind resistance blowing in your face. Yeah, that's just cooling me down, man. It's just keeping me nice We're and even keel. We're talking about freezing you. Then I'm not going that high. You don't understand. If I have flight, I can go anywhere. I can go fly around Miami, Joe. I'm not worried about being cold there. No matter Nailed how it. high you get in the atmosphere, it still starts to get colder. So I don't go that high in the atmosphere. All right, this is getting stupid. I stay under the clouds. This you're is, just wrong. This is just getting stupid. Don't say things are stupid just because you're wrong, Joe. I don't appreciate that line of thinking. Move on. Lightning round and resume. <laughs> oh, damn it. That was the key. All you had to do is say lightning round and resume. And we go on to the next thing, which is PS4 firmware updates. <laughs> From a long Far more interesting than flying in invisibility. <laughs> From a long-winded nerd conversation about superpowers comes PS4 firmware updates. That was 10 minutes of ranting. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that I was so right. Um, so PS4 uh, announced update 5.0 is coming. Beta invites have gone out uh, for those trying to get the newest uh, firmware for the PS4. The beta. You want to try the new features? Well, they need to test it to make sure it's a stable update and that it doesn't like crash systems and things like that. So that's why they do a beta. You do one because you want to get on the ground floor. You want to be able to talk about the firmware update ahead of time. Talk about new features like the uh, the best one, which I think is a part of this. Like there's family account stuff and you know natural like just like tweaks and things like that. But the coolest thing coming out of this is that you'll be able to stream 1080p 60 frames per second on Twitch uh, if you have a PS4 Pro. So if you're trying to stream your games on PS4 to Twitch, um, then you can stream it in the best and highest quality. Um, and not, I mean, not 4K, obviously, but 1080p 60 frames per second is pretty much like 
the standard bear in terms of uh, like streaming quality and game quality. So uh, that's pretty cool, especially if you've got a PS4 Pro and you're trying to stream. So uh, maybe I'll be doing that, Joe. Maybe you'll be doing it as well. Just You could stream your Bloodborne in 1080p, 60 frames per second. I was doing it before. Well, not in 1080p, but yeah. I was streaming the Bloodborne with no one wanting to watch me. Oh, so what you're saying is they couldn't see you? And they couldn't see me. I was invisible. <laughs> Uh, but that's still pretty cool. Lightning round. Um, in an interview this week, the actor Sam Witwer, who played the Force Unleashed video game character of uh, Star Killer, I forget what his actual they name was. Pretty much just called him the Apprentice. Yeah. Well, his name was Star. His story like, was Star Killer. Yeah. Um, but I forget what his like actual name in the game was. But they said that he was almost made canon, which is really cool because I liked that game, the first one at least. The second one where it was clones, and I didn't like that mm. one as much. Um, it was cool that he had dual lightsabers in the second it one. It was though. fun, but it didn't. The first one felt like an actual Star Wars story, and the second one felt like fan fiction. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he almost, he was almost made canon in an episode of, I believe, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, there was a conversation about it. He, he's on Star Wars Rebels as Darth Maul. Was it um, Rebels, or was it the one before? What was the one before it? Clone Wars, but Clone it wouldn't, it wouldn't oh, have yeah, been Clones because it would have been, been, been Yeah, it has era. to be after Revenge of the Sith. Anakin. Yeah, and yeah. before, because Darth Vader's in it, so it has to be after that and before uh, A New Hope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Which is weird, because I could have sworn that actually did happen. I don't. I didn't watch either of the show. I'm not even that big of a Star Wars nerd. I pretty much only just watched the movies. Like, I've never read any books. I've never, yeah. I've never done, delved into any of the expanded universe stuff. But I could have sworn I remember hearing that... I knew that he played Darth Maul in the show, but I could have sworn I remember hearing that the apprentice at least appeared at some point in the show, yeah. like in the background. But it might have just been they were talking about it or something. Well, it could have been like, hey, that guy kind of looks like him, or maybe he voiced another dude or something like that. Like, I'm sure there was things where people like wondered, like, hey, is that is that Star Killer? Like, yeah, is that the may, guy? Might have been a guy holding two lightsabers in the background. Yeah, and everyone like, was like, oh my god, oh, it's it's all to be him. What? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, and they everybody lost their mind. But no, he hasn't been officially. Uh, introduced into canon there's still time there's still another season of rebels it could be a thing and it doesn't have to be a one-to-one translation it could just be that guy is there and he's force sensitive or whatever it doesn't necessarily have to mean that darth vader has a secret apprentice i always liked at least to the extent where um in that darth vader trained the apprentice and at least in the second game he used the dual lightsabers and then Anakin trained Ahsoka and she used two lightsabers. Yeah. I was always like, ah, oh, that's kind of cool that like they had that connection of yeah, yeah. how Anakin trained them to use two lightsabers at some point. Yeah. And uh, that could just be like their style too, but either way, like he trained them and they got better with two lightsabers. So, yeah. um, still time, but that's cool that a video game character that everyone that was dis- dismissed when they d- redid canon was just like, that's not real. Get that out of here. Could eventually be brought back into the fold, making that game maybe canon. Who knows? Um, but yeah, if that officially becomes canon, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Uh, lightning round. Maybe it'll mean, lead to a Star Wars Force Unleashed 3, which would be cool. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where you take the story, though. I don't know. But, I mean, the games were fun. The games I would, were fun. I'd love yeah. to play another one. Yeah. Maybe no. even if they unleash, like, or they put out a new character. Maybe if they unle- unleash a new character. They, I like what like, you did there, They Joe. put another character into it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You make it somebody else's secret. You could do one after the events of Jedi where, like, Luke gets a secret apprentice or something like that before Knights of Ren or whatever. Mm. Um, so there you go. Uh, lightning round. Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. 
is... Got new characters announced Yes, Yep, we're uh, still kind of steadily putting out new characters and stuff yep. like that. I'm getting really excited for this game. I'm not much of a 2D fighter, but as a Dragon Ball fan, I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be good. Yeah, see, you know me as not a fighting fan, but also as not a Dragon Ball fan. So this one's on you, Joe. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so they announced uh, four more characters, technically maybe five more characters for it. Ooh. Uh, possibly only three also, weirdly. <laughs> It's four. Could be five. Also could be three. Okay, well, they they showed off who the main villain of the uh, game is, and um, it's a revived Android 16. You don't know who that is, but it's a character that gets brought back, and he becomes the main villain of the series. Uh, they also showed off uh, Super Saiyan God uh, Goku as a playable character, Super Saiyan God Vegeta as a character, yep. or There's Super a... Saiyan Blue Goku and Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta as playable characters. Okay. Uh, they showed off Android 18 as another character in the game, and they showed that... two more evil than Android 16? Uh, no. Oh. Yes. Okay, you don't know anything about Dragon Ball. So you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to participate in the conversation. Dragon Ball is one of those things where eventually the bad guys always become the good guys. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Um, they showed also Android 18 as a playable character, and part one of Android 18's move was they were able to summon Android 17 to assist them in the fight. Um, it hasn't made, been made clear that if Android 17 is a playable character, but the model is in the game, yeah. so there's really no reason why you wouldn't expect that it would also be a character, and probably they have a move where they summon the other Android to assist them, kind yep. of thing, because in the game, Android 17 and Android 18 are twins. Oh, uh, okay. It's a male and a female twin, and they, you know, yeah. they have Wonder pretty much the powers. same, yeah. this, well, not Wonder Twin powers, but they have the same like, skill. Yeah. Uh, they also showed off a new gameplay mode for the game, which seems pretty cool, Um it's a three versus three fighter, basically like okay. um, Marvel versus Capcom was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can play online where six people play, each three controlling their individual characters. Oh, that's cool. So you tag out, and then the other person takes control. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which, yeah, that seems like a Especially pretty... if you and two of your friends are just like, all right, we're going to go wreck. We're going to go wreck. Yeah, house. and they're just like, dude, you're getting your ass kicked. You don't know how to handle this guy. Tag me in. And yeah, then you're yeah, like, yeah. Whoosh, and then jump in and switch out when the other per- opponents take control. Oh, I like that. That's, that's a really a cool really game cool mechanic. Game I'm mode. surprised there hasn't been anything like that before. I mean, I guess wrestling probably has it with tag team matches, but. True, but yes, yeah, I don't the play. Same, but... Yeah, I don't play those online with anybody. Yeah. So. Um, is that it for Dragon Ball Fighters? Yes. Lightning round. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is getting a board game from Capcom on Kickstarter. And I think it's we've we've made no love loss about how we feel about games being on Kickstarter and how dumb it can be, um, especially especially when it's got the backing of a major studio. Yeah, just for put it. it out, Capcom. Yeah, like, Capcom, you got the money. You can put out a thing. Yeah, I, I get to an extent of the like we want to gauge interest to make sure people actually want to get it. Fuck kind of off, thing. you want money? But yeah, you're Capcom, <laughs> like yeah. Especially Resident Evil. You put Resident Evil on anything and it usually slap, sells. Yeah. You could slap that game out now and it could be a box of hot garbage and you would buy it to put it on your shelf. Like, mm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's good, like, as a board game. Um, I mean, if, as a video game, you want it to be good. I You want it to be good as a board game, too. I don't mean to dismiss it that way. But, like, still, Kickstarter, come on. Yeah. It's also a, a large board game studio making it as well. Yeah. A studio called Steamforge Games who have put out video game related board games before. They made like the Dark Souls board game. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that, I think, long, long ago. Yeah, I don't think it was on the podcast, but... No, I think it was like one of our first like big episodes where we had everybody at the table. Oh, really? We Hmm. talked about it. But still, like... So, I mean, 
they're an established game studio. Yep. Board game studio. Capcom's an established video game studio. It's their IP. It's a major IP. Just do it. Just yeah, put out the thing. You don't need to put it on Kickstarter. Yeah. It's dumb. So, cool game, Kickstarter. So, if you are willing to take the risk on Kickstarter, although this might be one of the more sure things because it is a two big studios. Yeah, at least you know you're going to get it. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting scammed by yeah. these so guys. Don't necessarily overpay on Kickstarter, but you know, pay to whatever tier you want. And then... And who knows? It might have crazy bonus stuff. Are you going to do it, being a big Resident Evil fan? Um, no. No? Not really? I like the Resident Evil games, but I don't go crazy for like Resident Evil merchandise. Uh, yeah, except those pop figures that I made you buy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so lightning round. Uh, Pokemon Go is adding some new characters, including Mewtwo in some raids, and some shiny Pikachus have been found in the wild. Yeah, originally the shiny Pikachu was only available when they had like a special Pikachu event a couple months ago, uh, yeah. but now it's just starting to show up like in a while now yeah. so we'll probably start seeing shiny versions of other pokemon showing up in the game i won't because i don't play anymore yeah me neither i haven't played it pretty much since the larger out. world will yeah but i mean it'll be a cool thing you don't really play pokemon so you don't really know how it works but i don't remember the exact number but it's it like, looks pretty right that's the point it's supposed to look it's just pretty. A, it's a different version it's like an you have a, a one in like five thousand chance of a shiny Pokemon, a shiny version of a Pokemon showing up when you're fighting it, and it's just a, an alternate colored version of a Pokemon. Oh, okay. Um, Does it have different stats and stuff? No, it just oh. looks different. It has like when you throw it out, like a, it sparkles and stuff, and it has a different color. Sometimes they're vastly different. The the Pikachu isn't majorly different. It's just like a lightly, uh, a, a slightly darker shade of yellow. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to the regular one. Sometimes they're completely different and they look much cooler. So people are like, oh my God, I totally want the, you know, the, instead of the black and red tiger, I want the white and red tiger. You of know? course. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. But still, I mean, it's so cool. I know what it'll be, it'll be is. the kind of thing where like, people are like, oh my God, cool. Like I got this different yeah. version. No, it's still a cool and it's thing also the kind it. of thing where you're like, oh my God, you still have to catch it. So yeah. it shows up and you're like, oh fuck, I don't yeah. want to fuck this up. I yeah. don't want to miss it. Yeah, like that's what happened to people during raids as they went and like, mm-hmm. didn't catch the thing. And, yep, speaking of the raids, uh, Mewtwo was available only in a special event that they had in Jap- uh, Japan that you could only go to like this one area to do the raid and catch it. Yep. Uh, now it's looking like it's going to be starting showing up in raids you know, all over the world now as opposed to just in that one thing. Um, so, hey, you're going to maybe get your chance to go out and get yourself a Mewtwo. Gotta catch them all. Uh, lightning round. But we're sticking with Pokemon, uh, which is getting a gold and silver re-release on the 3DS Virtual Console. Uh, there is going to be a physical release as well, but the physical release looks to just be uh, boxes that contain magnets that look like Game Boy cartridges and stickers. Mm-hmm. But still cool because it comes in like a Game Boy looking box. Yeah, and I'm a, you know, like I, I, I said, I'm, you know, not big on the at least the um you know the resident evil merchandise and stuff yeah but i love having stuff to put on my shelf that's why i usually like to prefer buying physical copies of games over buying digital copies i like having all my boxes line up on the shelf yep um so i'll probably just pick up these versions just because yeah just because you've got the box Mm -hmm. not a big deal um but yeah it's not the heart gold and soul silver like it's the regular 
gold and silver. So it's, yeah, 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 it's not hard gold. It's the original Game Boy versions yep. instead of the the, the DS versions. Yeah, because they've been going through lately and just putting those original Game Boy ones back onto the uh, the virtual console. Like they started with red and blue and and all that stuff. So uh, if you really love your Pokemans and want to get more of those, uh, you can go ahead and do that. They did say that you can use the wireless for trading and stuff like that, which I think you could do in all of the virtual console ones. So that's good. A little bit of an update to the. You don't need a link cable anymore or anything like that. So mm-hmm. uh, look for that later on. I think this year. Yeah, it's um, September twenty second. I think. Yep, that's real close. About a month away. Uh, lightning round. Uh, looks like Okami HD is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Okami HD came to PS3 and Xbox 360, and now they're upgrading it. I think again to bring it to PS4 and Xbox One. So yeah, it's just a rumor as of right now. Nothing confirmed, at least from Capcom. But verified think, sources have been saying that it's definitely coming for the holiday season. And I think there was a like a Amazon Germany or something like one of those kinds of things um, said it was coming too. So I think it's more than just like the little rumor it's more concrete at least than that so hmm. uh look forward to that coming in the uh in short time did you play okami is that a game mm. that you were ever into no yeah me either it always looked really pretty it. yeah but... i mean it always got great views it looked good but yeah so so yeah so that's coming as well uh lightning round uh, and this will be the last thing of lightning round so automatically lightning round is paused i guess um and with another week we have another frivolous lawsuit this time kitkat that's right. The Kit Kat candy bar uh, is being sued by Atari. That's right. The video game Atari uh, for no, no video game. No, like but like <laughs> the, the video company. game company Atari um, is, is they're going to legal war uh, for some really dumb reason. Joe, take it away. It, uh, last year, uh, what what company makes Kit Kat? Nestle. Nestle, Nestle makes Kit Kat. Nestle. They put out a commercial for Kit Kats. That was basically a version of, or it's people playing, or it's it's supposed to invoke Breakout with Kit Kat bars. Yes. And uh, this is only in the UK. Was never released. This trailer or commercial was never released in the US. But uh, Atari did not take uh, kindly to that. And they are in the process of suing Nestle for copyright infringement by using Breakout uh, in their commercial. And like, all right, so... Breakout's just a brick breaker game, right? Yeah, and there's like a million clones of it. Yeah, too. I don't know how you can say like, "Hey, that's our specific brick breaker game." Unless the sound is there, like I didn't go looking for I the didn't, commercial yeah, I or didn't anything. Watch the commercial either. So I'm, unless it's the sound is the same, and even oh. then, like, can you copyright boops and beeps? Like, maybe. Yeah, like, apparently I enough. I mean, I've seen a. We've seen more than enough like ridiculously frivolous lawsuits where they're like. At one point, the color scheme is the same as our thing, so therefore we're suing them. I didn't even. I mean, but I guess, it just seems weird that this is two like major companies. It's yeah. not like a patent troll or anything like. No, that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like some regular indie studio guys. Like, hey, you stole my idea for a video game. It's like, hey, uh, candy company, you invoked a forty-year-old game. <laughs> don't don't do that. Can you not do that, please? So, like, I don't know. That's really weird. If, but, uh, I mean, they took down the commercial. Oh, well, that's good. They took down the year-old commercial for Kit Kat. Well, I mean, how we will anybody know exactly, what Kit Kats are now? We don't exactly now. know, like, how long this has kind of that's been true. in the works. Yeah, this might true. have been something that's been in legal, you know, thing for a while, and it's just now coming to to light. Yeah. But, it, it, I mean, come on, Atari. Come like, on. Stop trying to stay relevant. <laughs> especially this way. Yeah. 
It's breakout. It's a 40-year-old game, like you said. Here's what you do if you're smart. You go to KitKat and you say, hey, we want to partner with you to like, you know, we'll put out a contest and we can advertise our new Atari box on your candy bars. Like, uh, partner with them. Yeah. Don't sue them. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing I found out, though, when I found out about this. Breakout, made by Steve Jobs. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was uh, Wozniak and Jobs made Breakout. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I don't know. Kit Kat, better get your lawyers all lawyered up. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Atari's just trying to it's break just... off a piece of that action. Yeah, that's right. That's their slogan. God damn it. But I use their slogan now, so they're going to sue us. Get ready uh, for that. Great. Get ready. Um, what we're also ready for is the end of the show. Yay. Right. We can go take naps now. Oh, my God. Um, I so, yeah. I should probably go do some shopping and stuff after this. Oh, my God. Errands. Um, but, yeah, so that's going to do it for another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Um, this week, you'll also probably be able to find our main event wrestling show because we have the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. Uh, is on Sunday, so hopefully you'll have an episode to listen to after this if you like wrestling. Uh, remember, you can, fi- you can find this show uh, when it's up every Monday morning, like I said, but it's also on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods, so please do. Uh, always remember to give a like, a share, a subscribe, a follow, a retweet, a you know, a, hey, guys, really like it, or hey, I really think that KitKat should, you know, Resue Atari for something who knows like you've got thoughts and opinions we want to hear them because we like having fun banter about stuff we like um, but once again for the Broken Clock Podcast my name is Adam and I'm Joe and thanks so much for listening <laughs> <laughs>